You are listening to the sermon podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Church in Savannah. We are an Episcopal congregation in the Diocese of Georgia, and you can find out more about us by visiting www.stmichaelsavannah.com. The real reason I told you about the funeral is it's a long drive from here to Augusta and back with bad radio reception. And um, there's only so much Christian, uh, contemporary Christian and country music that I can take. And in the South, no matter where you are, you can always get one of those two stations on the radio. So um, I turned podcast on um, because I've been looking for sermon podcasts, both recordings of sermons that have been preached, but also there are some out there that are discussions of the lectionary. And I, I, someone had recommended this one discussion podcast to me, so I thought, oh, this is fantastic. I can fill up the time in the car going to Augusta listening to this. And so I, I turned on the one for this Sunday on the parable that we just heard, uh, which if you know me, you know is one of my all-time favorite parables. I love this passage. And, and the guy who, you know, who does the podcast says, today we are discussing the parable of the soils. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I listened, he said it again, the parable of the soils. And I thought, this is not the parable of the soils. But he went on to talk about this passage in light of the four different kinds of soil that Jesus mentions. And that's why I turned it off, because I'm like, I don't want to hear this. Um, Now, y'all know better, right? It's not the parable of the soils. It's the parable of the sower. And how do we know the parable is about the sower? Because it's the first person Jesus mentions in the parable. That's how you know who the parable is really about. It's always the first person that Jesus mentions. And how does it start? A sower went out to sow. And then immediately we do hear about as he sowed seeds, some fell on the path and some in rocky ground and some in thorns and then some in good soil. So it is very tempting to think like uh, the guy on the podcast did that this parable is about soil. And then what do we do? We start to ask ourselves, hmm, What kind of soil am I? Or, if we're not quite that introspective, we might look around the room and think, hmm, what kind of soil are all of these people sitting around me? Maybe I can figure out which category they belong in. Resist the temptation to do either of those things. Because the parable's not about the soil, it's about the sower. Another way to say that is, this parable is not about us. It's about God. Because the simple fact is, uh, not one of us is ever one of those kind of soil our whole life. We could be all four of them, or any of the four of them, at any given moment. Just kind of depends on where we are and what we're letting life do with us at that moment. Uh, when God's word comes to us about how we receive it. And if you really sort of pick the parable apart, how do you tell which type of soul you are? By the fruit that you bear. In, in the end, the part that's about us, that's really what matters. What kind of fruit do we bear? But 
This parable is not about the soil. It is about the sower. God who scatters the seed, who pours out the abundance of the, the word, as Jesus describes it, upon all creation, upon all the ground, regardless of what kind of soil it is. Now, you would think if God had any sense, God would focus his efforts on the good soil, right? Because that's what's going to produce all of the fruit that we want. But God doesn't do that because God doesn't think that way. When God has gifts to give, God gives them in abundance. God gives them extravagantly. God uh, gives them um, almost wastefully, recklessly, without regard for where it's going to go or how it's going to be used. God simply showers those gifts upon all of us, regardless of which type of soil we might happen to be, because maybe God understands that in pouring that seed on us, even if we are a path or a pile of rocks, the presence of God in our lives might begin to transform us from rock or path into good soil. Whatever. God simply gives and gives and gives because he doesn't seem concerned with running out. God gives and gives and gives because that is the nature of God. So when I gave up on the podcast um, and then had to turn back to the radio, uh, I did for a while end up on a Christian station. Um, and actually, uh, one of my one old-time hymns came on uh, that, that really sort of sat with me. Uh, there's a wideness in God's mercy. Do y'all know that hymn? <laughs> yep. Right? Very familiar folks who, who, who've grown up in the church. And what got me was the second verse. Does anybody know how the second verse to There's Wideness in God's Mercy starts? For the love of God is broader than the measure of our mind. And the heart of the eternal is most wonderfully kind. And I thought, well, there it is. There's the parable of the sower wrapped up in one rhyming couplet. The love of God, the extravagant, reckless, uh, abundant love of God reaches far beyond the measure of our minds to comprehend why he would be so free with it. But he is because the heart of God is eternally kind to the good soil and the bad. And thanks be to God for that. Amen. Amen.